0: I'm a telenovela. I'm a Hollywood star. I'm a little bit flirty. When I study too hard, I'm 10 blind dates. (laughs) I'm a cute football fan. I'm a little bit fake romance. Pitch Pitch me me if if you you can. can. (laughs) Welcome to Read It or
1: List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm thoroughly embarrassed.
0: Oh get it together. No
1: I'm Ashley. (laughs) I'm Ashley.
0: Oh and in today's episode we are back with the ever popular pitch episode where we each have one minute to sell each other on a book that we
1: think the other absolutely needs to read. We have so much fun with these episodes and we love hearing from you. If you've read any of these titles, you have to let us know how you would have pitched the story to us. If you can't tell by Phoebe and I's little intro... We were inspired. Well, really, Phoebe came up with the idea because she's a genius. We realized that a lot of the books that we're about to pitch to you are written by people with the first name Alexa or Alexis. Um, and so we were inspired by a little Shit's Creek reference and ode to the one and only yes. Alexis Rose. Alexis Rose, the icon herself. If you haven't watched Shit's
0: Creek yet, Ashley and I both watched it in quarantine and... I do not say this lightly. It is one of the most fantastic pieces of comedy I have ever consumed in my entire life. They swept the comedies um, at the Emmys recently. And it is the yeah, so first comedy
1: in, in the history of the Emmys, I think, to do that, right? Or, yep. Yeah. The first, like, ever.
0: Um, and it is such a wonderful show for what it believes in and the message that it spreads. Um, and also just, like fantastic acting like you want to hear me like geek out over the brilliance of comedy as an actor like give me anything that dan levy writes and eugene his father like they wrote it together it is so 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 good so as we were putting together this episode i was like wait (laughs) this is like the, the little bit alexis episode because like so many of our authors
1: have the name alexis or alexa yeah. In addition to watching sitcoms and other great TV shows, what else have you been doing
0: um, lately? So much reading and so much furniture shopping. Ooh. Um, I finished some books recently that I'm going to pitch to you soon, so I won't talk about them too much. Um, But I'm actually just starting a YA book, which is, oddly enough, called The Summer After Me and You. (laughs) Even though I before I was like, I'm so ready for all the cozy fall books. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I I love books that have storms in them. And this one is about Hurricane Sandy on the Jersey Shore. So I was just like, oh, I kind of need that. (laughs) Um, So that's what I'm starting, um, I think... Once we're done recording, I think my plan is to to start reading that, which I'm hoping it's like a good quick YA because I felt like I started the reading month off really slow uh, yeah. when we were moving. Same. So now I would like to, you know, have a couple just to
1: breeze through and then I can pick up some of my my denser novels. I know I've been reading like crazy this week. Faster than I usually ever read. Probably starting early tomorrow morning, I'm gonna start reading *A Princess in Theory*. Ah, so uh, yes. Oh, can we I- still have time. You, any anybody that's listening that still wants to. Read along with us. You have plenty of time. So, if you have never listened to one of our review
0: episodes before, we actually do two episodes. So, we have a spoiler free, sort of like one giant pitch episode where we sell you this book, followed by an in depth, spoiler filled discussion. And this time around, we are going to be including our listeners' thoughts. So, stay tuned to our Instagram. In the end of this episode to learn a little bit more about how you can find yourself on read it or list it
1: yeah we wanted to find a way that would allow as many people that want to be involved on the podcast be involved on in the podcast and we're really excited for kind of our ideas for how we can do that Yes. I'm so excited. I'm also really excited to read that one. Maybe I should pick that one up first. (laughs) Uh, I'm excited to have another romance series. So one of the books I'm going to pitch to you is a series. Well, actually, we've got multiple series going on today. But (laughs) in terms of finished series.
0: But like we talked about this a lot in our series series about how like romance series are so great because they're not as like dense as like Mm -hmm. a fantasy series but also um, some of the fun non-linear series that we get from our favorite contemporary romance authors that take place in the same universe but don't necessarily follow the same set of characters so I have a feeling that is what awaits me with your pitches (laughs) yes I can't wait so should we get into them I think we should so like we said we will have one minute um to sell these books to each other so we will pull up our timers and I'm gonna be a stickler this season Ashley I'm not letting you run over um yeah 60 seconds on the dot
1: I was gonna cheat and like write up some notes so that I like made sure I had my thoughts but I I didn't so I know I, I didn't either to be transparent to you
0: I didn't either because I loved all of these books that I so I'm like just like excited
1: to be like blah I love them <laughs> that's that's what mine that's what my pitches are that's what my pitches always are they're like oh my god the time's running out what do i do blah, 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 blah. i know and then everyone's like we picked up this book because we heard about it on read it or list
0: it and i'm like was it a coherent sentence you did? <laughs> <laughs> all right all right who's going first um i don't remember who went first last time
1: i'll go first Okay, good. I'm glad you made that decision on your own. Okay. You came to that decision on your own.
0: My first book is Boyfriend Material by Alexis Hall, our first Alexis of the episode. Um, Yes. And it is obviously a contemporary romance with a male-male love story. Ready? Yes. Begin. Okay, Boyfriend Material is about Luke and Oliver. Luke is semi-famous and his parents were famous so he's been thrown into the public eye even though his parents have had sort of a rocky relationship with the press. His dad's been in and out of rehab Um, so his publicity team is looking to revamp his uh, image so they find him kind of like the perfect boyfriend who is Oliver who is a barrister, a lawyer, um, and he's kind of perfect, except that he doesn't really have great social skills. So Luke and Oliver have this fake dating trope um, that they're just supposed to put on for the press. And then obviously those fake feelings sort of lead into real feelings. It is sweet and wonderful, just a tad steamy um, and British. And the audiobook is really, really great. Perfect.
1: That was fifty four seconds. Oh,
0: Okay, she still got it. She still got it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I was like, I can, I can assure you that I do not still have it. That sounds so good. I, I really cannot wait. It's really sweet, and
0: it's a great because it does have like the steam level of it. Like, it has one explicit sex scene so it's like a great like if you're not super into steam um it, it the, mo- the majority of the book doesn't have it um but it does have okay. a satisfying moment for those okay.
1: of us that do okay my first book is take a hint danny brown okay. by talia hibbert ready mm-hmm. begin Okay, I'm starting with this one because there's also a fake relationship here. Donica Brown is a PhD candidate and she is incredibly successful at her job she's all about advancing her career and she wants to like she's tried to have love in the past and it's never really gone that way so she just says i'm done with it um i'm not looking for a partner um and then zaf is a security guard that works in the building where she works and there is an incident in which zaf basically saves Danny and it gets on film and they go viral and so everybody wants to know about like Zaff and Danny's like relationship it's got a hashtag hashtag Dr. Rugby because he's a he's a former rugby star um and Zaff is the best male romance lead that I've seen in contemporary romance ever full stop this is a perfect perfect steamy romance (laughs) no you got it in I think we know Talia Hibbert serves the (laughs) steam oh my gosh so good I'm really excited that Um, one I'm gonna read it's sitting on my shelf right behind me I started with that one because I just needed to let you know and let everybody listening know that this is my like golden standard right now for a romance. And I think that a lot of that is personal preference. Like Zaf is my type of male lead. Right. Um and and everybody looks for different things. Like he is perfection for me. So some of these other books I really love, but like I felt myself like constantly comparing, which like is I try not to do, but, like, it's also hard when you just read such a good book. It's, like, mm-hmm. hard to get it out of your mind. So I started with that one. That's my number one rec of 2020 for romance so far. I'm saying that now. We only Ooh. got a couple months left. Well, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of time to top it. For
0: my next book, this is a new release that has been a hot topic lately. Um, this is The Roommate by Rosie Damon. Okay. Begin. Okay, so Clara Wheaton hails from Greenwich, Connecticut, which she comes from an old family with really traditional values. Um, and she's comes from a really wealthy family. Um, and she follows her childhood crush out to Los Angeles, where he promptly informs her that he is going on tour with his band and that she will be living with a Craigslist roommate. Clara is obviously devastated and, um, she's wound pretty tight. And is not too thrilled about living with a stranger. So she tries to set up all of these boundaries as she is pursuing a new career with some of her family members who were kind of like banished or excommunicated from her family. Um, Her aunt who had like a scandal that like her family is no stranger to scandals. So she meets up with her aunt who somehow recognizes her roommate and Clara goes home and Googles him and finds out.
1: Ah dang it! I don't got it anymore! (laughs) I love that cliffhanger that we're all going to be on because it's like and then she Googles him and finds out that it's I'm just going to say capital S-T-E-A-M-Y we love that we love a a good steam it's a steamy one I'm really excited for Ashley to read it because I just really need to talk about it because I have a lot of thoughts alright you've sold me for sure I'm definitely going to read it okay my next book is I'm going to go with Alexa Martin's Playbook series, the first book, Intercepted. That is our second Alexa of the episode. Yes. (laughs) Okay, ready? And begin. Okay, what I really appreciate about this rom-com is that I can't say it falls into any of the common tropes that we normally do. Like, I guess... If we're gonna call it something, it's kind of like a second chance romance, but it's really not. It's very unique. The pacing is a lot different than a traditional rom com. Um, it is about Marley Harper. She basically is like the perfect NFL girl girlfriend. She's been with her boyfriend since like I don't know, like middle school or something. Um, she finds out he's not the guy that she thought he was, and so she swears off like pro athletes altogether until gavin a man from her past comes back into her life and although she tries to like fight his kindness and like all this stuff because she's like i'm done with it i don't know things happen and um it's it's a story of marley finding herself outside of the football world while also realizing that you can have a man to enhance your life Stop. that was that's perfect Okay. Oh, I will also... Wait, can I say one other thing? Sure. I'll thank it. you. Thank you. Thank you. I think that this is a really good read-alike for the Bromance Book Club. If Ooh. you liked the Bromance Book Club at all, I would highly suggest picking this up. Even if you didn't, I would still suggest bringing, picking this up because I honestly, if I were to stack the two next to each other... The reason why they're similar is they're both series that involve the girlfriends and wives of pro athletes we've got baseball in the bromance book club and here is football and um so that's kind of where the comparisons are if i were to pick between the two series um i really like the bromance book club but if i were to pick between the two series i would pick this one Ooh. i think the steam was really good mm-hmm. um and i just can't believe this is her, this was her first book oh um, and it's so good I definitely it's so good read it and Haley, like, I'm going to – Haley is, like, a third host. I know. We might as well just so buy, buy her a microphone at this point. <laughs> 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 she she loves, loves, loves the series. And I was talking to her, and I was talking about how excited I was. And I was, like, reading all of her reviews. The next book is called Fumbled. Fumbled. And she loved that one. She actually read that one first. So this is an example of what Phoebe and I were talking about earlier, that it's a series that you can read out of order and it still makes sense. But she was like, "The th- I, I was reading the synopses and I was like, the third one sounds like the, like the one that I'm the most excited for. And she was like, that was my favorite one. So I basically bought the whole series and I cannot wait. And I think the fourth one comes out in October. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. I'm definitely going to read them um okay so my next
0: book is also great for fall I mentioned this in some previous episodes that I well number one I said in our previous romance series I would definitely read it and I fulfilled that promise um and I think it's a great book to read this fall so that's Bringing Down the Duke by Evie Dunmore Ooh. okay ready yes Begin. Okay, Bringing Down the Duke is about Annabelle Archer, who is one of the first women to be accepted at Oxford University. This is a Regency romance, um, and it reads almost like an Austen or a Bronte, but with some extra steam. Um, Annabelle is part of working with the women's suffrage movement in England, where she meets Sebastian, who's the Duke of Montgomery. um, And he and her kind of have a class uh, or a not class warfare. Um, They're from opposite classes. So they know that a relationship between them couldn't possibly work. um, And he kind of offers some less than savory options if they want to be together, but ultimately uh, we find ourselves challenging societal norms, gender norms, um, and it takes place in December in the fall time. Stop. It's great. It's uh, it's definitely has the tone of a period drama romance. So it doesn't read like contemporary except for
1: the steam. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. My third book is a new release it came out this past june it is the marriage game by sarah desai okay ready ready begin lila moves back home after basically her entire world falls apart she loses her um job and her boyfriend and um in a pretty like colossal social media viral kind of way and she moves home and decides to start her own recruiting business in the office above her parents' Indian restaurant, but because of a miscommunication, the space is already leased out to Sam, who owns a corporate downsizing company. So they're kind of like on the opposite sides of the like HR spectrum, and um, so it's like an office enemies to lovers type situation. The catch is that Lila finds out that her dad had been, she comes from um, a traditional Indian family and her dad had set her up on, put her uh, like marriage resume on a online dating website and had set up 10 potential suitors for marriage. Um, and Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like forced proximity too. It's like, well, yeah, they're for, it's forced proximity it's um enemies to lovers it's like office it's like an office romance but like the part that's like good and doesn't involve HR is like they're both work for themselves it's not like they work for the same company you know they're just like sharing space um but it's got all the great antics that come with like sharing office space and um really great story of like family and like devotion to your family and to tradition um but like also Lila Layla finding her independence and it's just it's a good it's a really good one really good highly recommend and also I realized that I think it's going to be a series so this was her first one but I was looking on Goodreads and there is a second one that's gonna come out in 2021 with one of the characters that makes an appearance in this Ooh. book
0: you know sometimes when I'm just like a lazy reader I'm so grateful for these series because it's like if I loved the first one at least I know what I can pick up yeah next and be like I'm going to love this like mm-hmm. when you're just like in the mood to buy a book like you know when the mood strikes and you're just like I don't need it I don't need it every but day I gotta have it <laughs> literally every day um, it's always nice to like be like, oh, well, I liked the first one, so I can I'll try the next one. Yeah.
1: Also, these covers are absolutely stunning for this book. It is really pretty when you put it on your story. I was like, "Ooh, it's so pretty." Cool. And the second one is like the same kind of. I love when these series like they they still like look the same based on like the cover, mm-hmm. like you can tell that they're connected in some way. Like to, I think the Brown Sisters series is a really good example of that. Like they all have the same kind of title, but they're all a little little different too. Alright, so
0: our final Alexis for the episode uh is Alexis Daria who wrote my top romance of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um obviously, you know, there's still time, but I don't think anything is gonna top this one. I loved it so much. Um so this book is You Had Me at Ola
1: look at that coming up with two of our favorite books our favorite romance books of the year in this episode
0: yeah i figured i would do mine last since you did yours first Mm, smart smart okay ready yes go you had me at ola is about jasmine who is a who is an actress um and she was in a relationship with a a very famous rock star, and they had a very public breakup. So now she's a little bit more famous than she wants to be. And she has just received her first leading role in a kind of like equivalent to Netflix streaming service um, of a new like parody of a telenovela. um, And she is starring opposite Ashton, who has worked consistently in Miami in the telenovela scene. um, And it is sort of an enemies-to-lovers workplace romance-forced proximity um, that is so steamy and so amazing. And if you love behind-the-scenes stories... This is great. It really made me miss acting, (laughs) really made me miss pre-COVID times. And my favorite part about it is that they mention use of an intimacy director, which is basically like someone who choreographs um, intimate scenes for actors and makes them feel safe and valued.
1: And um, it
0: really stresses consent. And I really loved it. (laughs)
1: I love that I cannot wait to read that literally it's so good you talk about that book it uh, gets me so excited because that's why we read romance like the like happy like the sheer joy that comes from reading a really good romance and like oh uh, I love that yes I loved it so much all right Ash bring us home what's your last book all right my last book... Look, I feel like we've done a really good job of complementing each other. So my final one is also kind of like a workplace romance. I'm going to talk about Something to Talk About mm-hmm. by Meryl Wilsner. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Begin. Okay. Joe is a... She was a child um, actress, like really, really famous Hollywood actress. Um, she's now a producer and... Um, really successful. She's never commented on her love life through her entire career um, until one um, day, evening, she brings her assistant, Emma, to the SAG Awards. And they get photographed on the red carpet. And you could just like see the chemistry between them in this photograph. And so a rumor spreads that they're dating. She's dating her assistant. It's a whole thing. And Joe's like, I refuse to comment on this rumor because I've never in all my entire career, I've never commented on my love life. And I'm not going to start doing it now. Um, the story is told in dual perspective between Joe, the the actress uh, or sorry the director and emma her assistant and um basically it is the slow stop okay oh my god <laughs> that was so bad once again i was gonna say to add, add to that is it is the slowest of slow burns I have ever read but it is worth it and I will say like when we talk about like levels of steam this is lower than I think all the other books that I describe. but it is still open door it's just very slow (laughs) it's like (laughs) makes you work for it
0: that's awesome well I am so so excited to check out all of these books if you have read any of these or you plan on reading them please let us know Um, We love hearing from all of you and we love getting recommendations from you as well. We'll be back next week reviewing A Princess in Theory by Alyssa Cole. Um, So if you want to read along with us, head over to our Instagrams at readandwrite and at underscore shelflove underscore for some interactive fun. And we will be announcing there how you can find yourself on the show with us. Um, And don't worry, like I said, We will still have a spoiler-free review episode
1: and a spoiler-filled discussion if your TBRs are too full. Mm -hmm. And if you enjoyed today's episode, if you decided to pick up any of these eight books, please let us know. Leave a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts on the podcast and then stop by today's Instagram post at ReaderListedPod to share your thoughts on our pitches. Did we do a good job? Are you convinced to pick one up? Do we need to change it to two minutes because we never stick to one minute? (laughs) Are we too lenient on each other? Let us know. (laughs) Um, And
0: you can also stop by our websites, www.readandwrite.com and www.shelflovebookblog.com for links to any of the books mentioned in today's episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.
1: Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at ReadItOrListItPod. All rights reserved, 2020.